stuff to chat with you guys about today including in entertainment news ray fisher accuses josh josh sweden of abusive unprofessional behavior during uh the filming of justice league we'll talk a little bit about that in sports there has been an investigation launched uh with the philadelphia 76ers dance team after uh, a video surfaced of one of the um the former dance members of the team uh being uh bullied and uh you know called names racial slurs things like that talk a little bit about that and in uh video game news a pro gamer gets electrocuted gets hit by lightning during a live stream freakish accident that's crazy but good thing that the gamer is actually okay we'll talk a little bit about that plus i had the opportunity to speak to up and coming uh singer annalise hoveda uh she was uh also in the movie a wrinkle in time disney's a wrinkle in time talk a little bit about her uh you know experiences in the entertainment industry how she got involved at the age of three uh as a singer and what she's got planned for the future but first, here is Layston Blues Do What I Want, right here on the Xander Effect. Still have a good 
This is Akeda, and you're listening to The Xander Effect.
So baby, will you say? I've been chasing ghosts, trying to find your face. Had some time to think, gotta fade away. Her love, her touch, her ghost touch the fake and let go. Her cries Can her heart still break If a soul turns hollow Cicadas Thorazine right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, it looks like Ray Fisher has definitely no love lost for uh, for director Joss Sweden after uh, posting a tweet basically, you know, uh, saying Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Joff Johns and John Berg. Accountability Entertainment. Now, see, uh, basically what the uh, what, what the actor is talking about, uh, well, he, he played, you know, just in case you guys haven't seen the movie, which I doubt, but, you know, just in case, um, Ray Fisher played Cyborg in the movie. And according uh, to what he says, plain and simple, uh, Joss Whedon's behavior was not, you know, it, it was unprofessional. And uh, he was enabled by, the, by uh, the, the former DC Entertainment President and Chief of Creative Officer, Joff Jones, uh, and the uh, former Warner Brothers co-president of production, John Berg, which were also, they were also producers of the movie Justice League when it came out. Now, uh, Justice League was basically, it didn't do too well at the box office. It uh, grossed basically a $657.9 million worldwide, which is very low, especially for how hyped the movie was. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, it got mixed reviews, you know, both good and bad. I even kind of was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, the action, the adventure, seeing all of these characters come to life and come together is pretty cool. But yeah, it still lacks something. Uh, and it, I mean, who knows? Maybe it had partly to do with the fact of the matter that uh, you know um, Zack Snyder actually left the uh, the the filming of it due to a death in the family, and uh, Joss Whedon took over right after he left. And in a in a previous. 
uh, panel at uh, uh, 2017 San Diego Comic Con. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of what uh, Fisher said was that you know just, um, that uh, Joss Whedon was a great guy and that uh, he picked a good person to come in and clean up and finish up for him. But now, apparently, Fisher decided to tweet something else and, uh, you know, with the video of him saying these words, and he tweeted saying, I'd like to take a moment to forcefully retract every bit of this statement. So there's definitely, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of, like I said, there's no love lost between these two gentlemen, and who knows the reason why? I mean, he didn't go into any detail as to what exactly uh, Joss Whedon did on set that made him so unprofessional. So who knows? I mean, chances are that in time, they, there will be an interview with uh, Ray, and you know we'll find out exactly what happened. In other entertainment news, um, Hollywood lost a legend in cinema this week, Carl uh, Reiner, comedy legend of the Dick Van Dyke Show uh, creator, died at the age of 98. Many of you remember him from the Dick Van Dyke Show, and he was also in the movies Ocean's Eleven, uh, 12 and 13. Uh, he went ahead and, uh, you know, played, he played the character of Saul in those three movies, and a really funny, funny uh, man. He did many things for many years, including winning nine Emmy Awards, Five for the Dick Van Dyke Show, uh, and uh, you know he was uh, pop- and also popular films that he directed included Oh God, starring George Burns in 1977, The Jerk with Steve Martin in 1979, and All of Me with Martin and Lily Tomlin in 1984. Uh, Carl Reiner was also still very active up until his last day on social media. Uh, the last tweet that he sent out was on June 29th at 2:30 p.m. and he basically tweeted his opposition uh, towards President Donald Trump, tweeting, quote, As I arose at 7.30 this morning, I was was saddened to relive the day that led up to the election of a bankrupted and corrupt businessman who had no qualifications to be the leader of any country in the civilized world. That was pretty much his last tweet. Uh, His son went ahead and tweeted, uh, you know, uh, uh, when when his father passed away, Rob Reiner, uh, his son, son of Carl Reiner, tweeted, quote, Last night, my dad passed away. As I write this, my heart is hurting. He was my guiding light. Carl Reiner uh, passed away of natural causes. He will be missed, and he will always remain a legend in Hollywood cinema. In other entertainment news, uh, is there a relationship brewing between Courtney Stodden and uh, and uh, former Beverly Hills 90210 star Brian Austin Green? Well, there's a lot of rumors going around, especially after they had uh, people had spotted Brian Austin Green out in L.A. with. Uh, Courtney Stodden, they were they were basically uh, coming out of a restaurant, and uh, this is shortly after his separation of Megan Fox. Obviously, right now Megan Fox has officially moved on with uh, with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly and her have been seen doing a lot of PDA. Uh, they were seen, you know, she was seen leaving uh, MGK's uh, apartment actually uh, the next morning. So obviously, there's something going on there. But the 25 year old Stodden. Uh, posted a, uh, a, a video 
on Instagram with the 46-year-old Brian Austin Green. And it was basically a both of them in a hot tub. <laughs> and as she says, quote, here's 90210. I've never seen him. I don't know who this is. Uh, now, And she also went ahead and captioned the video, 90210, I'm sorry, 9021, now I know. Now, as far as uh, this whole situation goes, uh, we're, reports are basically saying that Brian Austin Green and Courtney Starden had, had met for business purposes. Apparently, he wants to go ahead and produce a, a song that she wants to do. But looks like uh, they might be producing more than just music. Who knows? We don't know what's going on with these two. And uh, But rest assured, we'll probably find out. In other entertainment news, I got the opportunity to uh, interview up-and-coming musical artist Annalise Hoveda. And she not only is an up-and-coming artist, she started at the age of three, and she was also in the movie Disney's A Wrinkle in Time. She chatted with me a little bit about her experiences on set and what she's been up to during quarantine and what's going to be in her future. But first, here is Annalise Hoveda's latest single, Aftertaste, right here on The Sander Effect. Feeling sorry for half the things that we did. Know that in my style, and you're too hard to quit. When I try to save myself from messing with my own head, come down from the height and tell myself these things. Don't get emotional, addicted to the sweet pain. Good hearts make bad mistakes, sometimes too. I try not to lose control I'm tongue-tied anyway I know I can't escape the aftertaste of you The aftertaste of you Let's make a night of a saver Tomorrow I'll regret it Maybe
was aftertaste by the uh, very much rising star, Annalise Hoveda. And with me is the young woman herself. How are you doing, Annalise? Hey, I'm doing awesome. And nice. yourself? I'm, it's hot. It's, it's really hot. I'm melting. Like, it's <laughs> definitely summertime. Me too, me too. Awesome, awesome. Glad we're melting here together. We're, we're together, <laughs> together we melt, you know, so there we go. So, so I mean, Annalise, you, you've done, like, a lot in uh, the short time that you've been on this planet. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, 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 you're 16, um, going on 17. Uh, you started pretty much singing at the age of three. I mean... How did that happen? You know, how did you start singing at the age of three? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I started to sing before I could actually speak. And I actually had like speech problems. And it was just so weird because my mom told me that I would always be singing, but I would not talk. So it's just kind of crazy. And yeah, since I was three years old, I don't even know how. <laughs> I don't even wow. know how it happened. I think I just, I, well, my mom told me that I would sing a lot of like little kid shows, like Strawberry Shortcake, <laughs> like my favorite like little shows, like theme songs. And uh -huh. she said I would also sing a lot of opera, which is crazy. Oh, that's well, I love opera, but I'm more like a pop singer, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of weird how I started singing opera. I know it's just it's kind of crazy. And and the thing is, this it didn't just stop at singing because you went in uh, from singing, and then at the age of six. You started your acting career, one might say, in uh, play in in, a, in the star in the co-starring role of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, since I was a singer already, I wanted to try acting too because, mm -hmm. like musicals, like because I wanted to sing and act, and I I just wanted to try out. So my mom put me in a performing arts school, and I got the role of Beauty of no, not Beauty. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> I got the role of Chip in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Chip. <laughs> yeah, so it was a lot of fun, and I kind of just fell in love with it ever since then. And I've just been in a lot of musicals, um, yeah, a lot of plays, and I also just started going to auditions. I got an agent, and she started sending me on a lot of auditions, and that's how I also landed the role in, uh, that's how I also landed the role of, Veronica's friend in mm. A Wrinkle in Time, which is a Disney film. So yeah, I kind of yeah. took off from there. I was yeah, I mean, I was gonna say that you were in A Wrinkle in Time with uh with Oprah Winfrey. I mean, with you know, you were with an all-star cast with Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, Rowan Blanchard, Chris Pine, and so many others. And 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 that movie was absolutely beautiful. I mean, how how was it like being on set with so many icons in the entertainment industry? It was it was so crazy. Literally, like, I didn't think it was real at the time. Like, I felt like I was in a dream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just really crazy. And, okay, well, unfortunately, I didn't get to meet Oprah Winfrey or, like, Reese Witherspoon. But I got to meet another celebrity that I really actually looked up to. And she was on Disney Channel. Her name is Rowan Blanchard. Mm -hmm. And I got she to was, play she, her friend. She was the one in uh, Boy or Girl Meets World, right? Right, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was it was really cool because like I watched Girl Meets World and to be like next to her and she was super sweet and like she really gave me like really good advice and it was like we were like friends. <laughs> it was nice. like, so cool. It was like really cool. It was so fun. Yeah, I mean, awesome I, I I gotta say because I was a Boy Meets World fan, you know, I'm from that that generation. Right. So, uh, Girl Meets World. 
it, it kind of brought me back a little bit, you know. And, but I think I think Roman did an incredible job uh, playing uh, Corey and Topanga's daughter. I mean, I think she did a beautiful job doing that. So that's really cool that she's really nice, though. That you know, like these yeah. people stay grounded. I mean, but you like you still continue to rise. I mean, you you still it says you know basically I've been told that you're a triple threat. You're actually a quadruple threat. Because not only are you an actress, not only are you a singer, not only did you start modeling at the age of seven, but you also went into comedy at the Ice House. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Those days. <laughs> how did you? How did you get into comedy? I mean, and are you still practicing it? Well, I started. I I was eleven when I started it, and. I kind of just wanted to get more comfortable in front of an audience Mm -hmm. because I think when I started performing, I had like a little hard time, like talking to the audience, like in between like my songs and my mom thought I, (laughs) I needed more practice. Oh, nice. I was young. So I was still like practicing all the new stuff that I was, you know, anyway, (laughs) so yeah, I started when I was 11 and she put me in acting classes and like stand-up comedy classes and we performed at the Hollywood Improv and the Passing an Ice House and it was so cool because I got to really write about my life and the funny things in my life and I got mm-hmm. to just say them to people and in a performing like way <laughs> so I don't know it was just so great and it really helped me like be really comfortable in front of the audience and it's just it's so cool like people just laughing at you <laughs> what you and, say. You're, and you're just like yay yeah. <laughs> this is fun so i mean it, it's gotta be i mean and it's gotta be something that you're you definitely got used to because i mean you went from performing you know small crowds at the ice house to performing for over 300 times for various crowds i mean over 300 times that's that's a lot for a young woman to to be performing i mean how how does that how does that make you feel like how how does that does it take a toll on you does it tire you out or does it just give you more energy to keep doing it oh no it does not tire me out at all i absolutely love performing it's like my favorite thing to do like ever oh yeah you started um, at three so i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah it's just uh like the feeling of just like being up there and just like dancing and like singing it's so fun like like you have no idea it's like super fun <laughs> i just want to keep doing it forever nice nice so you know obviously you know you're you're definitely uh your music is what's taking priority now uh over acting especially now that you have your debut single aftertaste um that that album was produced by big names here i mean it was produced by pj uh, bianco uh he's worked with the jonas brothers uh nick jonas joe jonas fifth harmony demi lovato arizona and so many others and then you also worked with amy prole who's worked with christina aguilera Ke- kelly clarkson and others she co-wrote the song i mean you know how was the, how is it like being a part of th- those two you know incredible uh people in the music industry yeah so it, it was the process was really fun because we actually only had one day to write and record the song. Mm-hmm. And it took like, it took like six hours probably like straight through. And mm-hmm. it's, Oh my gosh. I'm just like so grateful that I got to work with them and that they worked with so many like big artists and that they're working with me. 
it was just like kind of unbelievable <laughs> how it all happened and it was so great it was so great um yeah it's it was so much fun and really cool and I got to see like what they really like what they feel in the music and especially PJ Bianco when he was like showing me all the different sounds of like what I want in my songs what I want in my song and it was like it was just super cool and that was like really like the first time I recorded a song like professionally mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like getting used to the process of it and it was just so much fun I just want to keep doing it over and over again <laughs> nice nice and was it I mean yeah. was it also like I mean I bet being being in a studio for six hours that that's a lot of work but when you get the finished product were you satisfied were you perfectly satisfied with it Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, six hours is a long time <laughs> of oh, yeah. being like in the studio, but it's it's relaxing, you're singing, you're doing what you love, and yeah, at the end, when you're finished with it, you're like, oh my gosh, like the work paid off, it came out great, we're done. <laughs> we, got <this. laughs> we got this, the work paid off, good. We're like, phew. We're done. All right, let's let's yeah. move forward. But I mean, you know, besides that, when you also had that was also a remix uh, that was uh, released on All Star Music and Empire Records as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, it was produced by Dr. Jekyll, and he did all the mixing and he changed up the song and it made it really sound made it sound really cool. <laughs> so yeah, we released that too. Nice, nice. And was it was that something that you had planned to release or was it something that just, you know, kind of organically, you know, listening to different beats, you were like, oh, that was cool. Let's go ahead and like, you know, remix it into that. Um, so we kind of just decided to do like a remix. I think we decided like after the song finally came out because we thought it would be cool like to have something different and just to change the song and release more music like faster. So, uh, yeah, Dr. Jekyll would send in um, his, like, the thoughts that he had, and I would just kind of, like, pick the ones I liked um, of the music, and he kind of just put it together really good. I don't even know how he did it. (laughs) It It was so cool, yeah. No, that's really cool that you have a lot of talented people that are backing you in a lot of what you're doing right now. Um, what, what, tell me, talk to me a little bit about the song. What, what exactly is the song about? What inspired you to write it? So the song is about a girl and her boyfriend and they're together and she, oh, she, he cheats on her. Oh, and it's, like they always do. I know. Men. I know. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's, nah. Hey, I've, hey man, I, I've, been, I've been cheated on by women, too, so there you go, all right? It goes both ways. Yeah, <laughs> both ways, I know. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, yeah, so he cheats on her, and she, it's hard for her to get over her. What is wrong with me? No, <laughs> it is wrong. <laughs> it's okay it's breathe hard. breathe you're already you're thinking about that ex right now you're like it's hard for her for her to get over him but it's the rage on what i'm saying I like know. the rage is coming out right now <laughs> like you know how it's when like, you get I'm so like, like, exactly like when you get so angry you just start saying gibberish like jibber jabber yeah i don't know where yeah <laughs> i know i know Ugh. 
<laughs> so yeah so it's hard for her to get over him and she kind of has like that like that taste in her mouth like she like still like wants him and it's there's also a music video with the song too and it's kind of explains what it's about there's like a little story in the music video and yeah <laughs> and how was it and how was it like uh making the music video Oh my gosh, it was super fun. I worked with um, Rex Campbell. He played the boyfriend that cheats on me. <laughs> so it was like, it was really fun. And I bet he's like the nicest guy in the world too. He is, <laughs> like in he real is. Life. I know, I know. I know. It they was always, super fun. They always, they always get the nice guys to play the bad guys. I know. And that's it's like, just always, it's always the, the opposite right well that's cool though that's cool though that you had fun uh doing the video and doing the song as well it looks like it's doing very well there's there's one song of yours however that i watched recently uh your music video which was break away i gotta tell mm -hmm. you that song was very beautiful it was very beautiful Thank i mean it was, it was almost like a like a cinderella story in a sense i mean is that what <laughs> yeah. is, is that what you were trying to portray that's actually yes that's actually what we were trying to portray <laughs> we were trying to make it like like the beginning and the end we were trying to make it like a cinderella like story how i have to clean and i kind of have like a strict family that makes me clean all day and i kind of just wish that i was outside having a life that i actually enjoyed and i had a boyfriend and i had just i was just like in a perfect world so that was just like my dream which is practically like cinderella's dream too <laughs> so we try to we try to make it like that and yeah i mean are a lot of these songs part of what happens to you in real life or is it just you know what uh you know what you've heard from others and what you hear from others inspires you to write it this way um i kind of just like gather different stories and well like the song is about how she wants to just like break away and be free and not have to worry about things and it kind of just i kind of just thought about like how people are like kind of trapped in their house like they have well i'm not saying that like strict parents are like bad i mean like that's a good thing <laughs> but like sometimes like you have to just like let go a little bit and <laughs> just like let your kid have like some fun time no, also not too no, much fun. no, you can't have them fun, have any fun. They can't have <laughs> zero fun. You know, kids, oh my today, God. kids today, they, they can't have any fun. No, there's no way. We had no, <laughs> we had no fun growing up. I'm just playing. Oh my God. <laughs> no, we oh had, way, we had way too much fun growing up. I think it's, I think, I think you guys are tame. This generation is tame more than we were. We were really we're, It's all about technology really yeah that's the only danger that's the only danger with today's generation let me tell you that's the only thing yeah that, like if i were a parent that would scare the hell out of me like i'd be like 24 7 who are you talking to who's that who are you texting oh what's happening oh no i'd be a horrible dad i'd be a whole i'd be like i'd be like I, I would hear if i had a daughter i swear i think my daughter would be like i hate you i hate you dun, 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 going up the stairs you know <laughs> like stomp 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 slam you know that would be the pattern it's like okay here we go i hate you i hate you stomp 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 plan uh, slam and go and sure enough that would happen so <laughs> <laughs> no i'm trying to be a good dad i'm sure I, you know i mean i'd be a protective dad i'd be very protective i mean I, i'd be one of those guys 
that you know that uh, when I was it's so funny uh, when I was when I was growing up, mm-hmm. uh, my cousin very she was she's a very attractive uh, young woman back in the day, uh, and uh, we were in high school. We were both same age in high school, and her older brothers. <laughs> her older brothers were jerks uh but i love but i love my cousins I love all those those guys i would have done the same thing though uh and you know, she was getting picked up from the date and she told me the story i, I couldn't stop laughing uh, <laughs> what happened was that like the they were standing uh you know by the door and uh the guy comes up the door knocks on the door they open it up very serious and like they're like who are you and he's like uh yeah i just came here to pick up you know so-and-so and they were like, uh-huh. All right, go ahead and have a seat. Goes, comes inside, has a seat. And so they're like, so, um, you know, you're going to take her out, huh? You're going to bring her back, right? I was like, yeah, of course we're going to I'm going to bring her back. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what do you think I'm going to do? And it was like, well, that's good. That's good. You know, bring her back at a good hour, too. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, good hour is like 10 p.m., no more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. It's like, you know why we're asking you these things, right? Like, yeah, of course, you're overprotectors. Like, yeah, but we also want to protect you. Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you see that machete that's right there sitting on that table, on that chair? <laughs> <laughs> he looks oh, over, sure enough, there's a machete sitting on the chair. Like, he's like, yeah. He's like, just remember to bring her back at the time that we tell you to bring her back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's the only word he's got. I started laughing. I couldn't stop. And she's like, it's not funny. He never called me again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that is so sad. <laughs> what do you expect? Oh <laughs> it was so bad. It was so, but you know what though? I could see it. You know, she, it, it, she was, she was a wild child, but you know, yeah, that's just, that, that's just the way it was. But going, wow. I mean, you know, that that's it's always you got to be that way. You got to be protective. Yeah, but, you got to be protective. Yeah, you know, but that's the way it goes. But I mean, you know, I'm glad that you're, you know, that the <laughs> stuff that you're writing is really, you know, it's something that also comes from real life experiences you know from not just yourself but what teenagers actually they they go through on a on a daily basis yeah that's why i kind of wanted the message to kind of be open like for everyone to relate to it like because you could break away from anything really so that's kind of like what i wanted to even adults right you know, even adults, right. we need to break away every once in a while, especially parents right now that everybody's in quarantine. They want to break away from their children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So so you re- your your management company, the, the uh, All Star Entertainment Group, they recently re-signed your, you to a new deal and they partnered you up with Kip Williams, who is one of Dr. Luke's songwriter producers. And, you know, Kip is signed to actually Luke's prescription music. So you're also writing songs for uh, with Kip, and you're about to release a new single soon. Right, right. So it's crazy because um, Kip actually lives in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I live in California. So um, we actually set up a recording studio in my house, which I'm going to have so much fun with. Nice. <laughs> on my own. It was all fun. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we're going to release a song soon. We're going to start recording it probably like in this upcoming week. And yeah, it's I don't know if I should say the name of the song yet. I'm going to wait off that. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm not, yeah. not going to push you to, to go ahead and, you know, be like, ah, oh, why did I do that? 
Yes. Why did I? Come? <laughs> yes. So Why we're did gonna I say release anything? a lot. We're gonna release a lot of new music, and we're having calls like every single week, writing and writing and coming up with beats, and it's super fun. And I'm just so excited where this is gonna go. Super fun. Nice, nice. So. I mean, basically, like, you know, during this time, obviously, we're all quarantined. We're all stuck at home with our loved ones. And um, <laughs> I see that loosely. Um, so, I mean, have you been have you been keeping yourself busy? I mean, I understand that you've been teaching yourself multi to, you know, play multiple instruments, including guitar and keyboards. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, ever since quarantine started, I just, I picked up my ukulele and... I also had a guitar and a piano and my brother was like, since you have so much free time now, why don't you learn how to play an instrument? <laughs> because I didn't know how to play any instruments. And as a singer, it's really good to play an instrument. And so I picked up my ukulele and I just looked up a song and the chords and then I just started playing and it actually just came really easy to me and it's so much fun and I literally do it every single day and I play the guitar and I play also the piano and oh. I have a lot of fun with it. So I wish I sh I'd done this earlier. So, so, right. So I, I'm still trying to figure out whether or not I want to do it. So basically, uh, so basically you're not just going to be a quadruple threat. Now you're going to be a quintuple threat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you're yeah. now going to be playing instruments. I mean, what's next magic? Like, is that, is that next up in the list? You know, Ooh, maybe, that maybe, would be cool. Oh, why did I open my mouth? Now you're going to be like, Ooh, let me go. Let me get on <laughs> that one. <laughs> I want to be like, okay, bye to singing. I'm going to do magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my be God. Like, be like, Xander, you ruined a young, a youthful talent <laughs> up and coming. You know, what's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. I just, I, you know, what can I say? I have to do what I got to do. So, <laughs> so, I mean, so you've been busy at home. Have you also been doing what everybody and their mom is doing nowadays, which is TikTok? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I make TikToks all the time with my sister and by myself <laughs> with my cat. <laughs> with your cat? <laughs> Well, she kind of hates me. What are you doing? Well, yeah, what are you doing with your poor cat? <laughs> <laughs> You're like making him dance. Your cat's like, why? Why am I here? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why did I get these mm -hmm. crazy masters? You know, making me do crazy things. Yeah, I don't know. I love my cat, and we also got a kitten too. So I'm Aww. with her a lot. Oh, <laughs> see, see, I got a cat and I got a dog, and you know, Aww. my cat, my my cat already doesn't like me as it is. You know, I've been, getting, I've been getting too close with him. I'll be like, come here. I love you so much. And he's like, get away from me, bro. Like, I know. Why, why you got to be so weird? Why you got to make it weird, you know? <laughs> That's how it is. So, I mean, you know, you've been doing all these different things. And, you know, I mean, I know it's summertime, but you're, you're still in school. You're still in high school, obviously. And, I mean, have you, have you been taking, obviously, like, were you, are you – homeschooled or you know were you actually going to a high school I mean how was that like um I actually went to a public school and then since this started we went to online and we finished the last three months on online mm -hmm. and it wasn't that bad because I was kind of used to it because I was homeschooled eighth grade mm -hmm. but then for high school I went back to public school so it wasn't that hard for me because I was just used to the process it was hard for a lot of my friends 
Mm. And it was just really hard because, like, you know, I couldn't say bye to my friends. And half, well, more than half of my friends were seniors and they graduated. <laughs> you sound like me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me when I was in high school. I never actually, it's funny, I never hung out with people my own age. I always hung out really? with people older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I just, people my own age just bugged the hell out of me. <laughs> you know, <it's> weird. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I kind of got close with people that weren't really my grade because I was also in the, because I'm also in the choir program. I was going to ask so, about that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to ask because, I mean, I figured, you know, you're in music, you're in singing. I was, I was thinking, you know, if you still, you know, participated in, since you're in school, since you, if you still participated in extracurricular activities, which is choir, uh, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, theater, things like that, drama, things like that. I didn't know if you still did that, even though, you know, you're, you're, that's all what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm also in the choir program and that's how I met a lot of my friends and from school and I kind of wanted to do it because you know, why not? I love singing and it won't take up too much time because it's during school. And sometimes we did have like practices for like an hour after school, Mm -hmm. but I had time to do it. So I did it and I do not regret it at all because literally it makes that's what made my high school experience like really fun. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like if I wasn't in choir, I feel like it just would have been another year of just work and classes and not doing anything like, like ah! extra and yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> it's so cool. Hair, like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, do, well, what do you, like, I mean, obviously you've been, you know, in a big movie and you still continue to act, you still continue to sing. Do, do your friends treat you any differently? I mean, you know, because there's a lot of people, a lot of young people that get into this entertainment industry and they tend to have a lot of fake friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you encountered anything like that? Um, I, well, from like elementary, like there, there were some mean people to me mm-hmm. and they didn't like me I don't so know for what reason yeah they were bullies and now like on Instagram sometimes messages pop up from them and they're like hey like um my mom wants me to wants you to sing for this event like blah 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 like and it would be nice if you could sing and I, I don't know they just act so different and i'm like <laughs> I, i'd be like do you I'd not like, know that you're mean to me and <laughs> no what i would I, my, my reaction to that would have been like oh really how's it feel to like how's it feel to want you know it doesn't feel too good does it you know like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but then again i'm a i'm a jerk so i mean you know i i, I, you know, I i'm very vengeful like that you know <laughs> so uh-huh. I mean, it's, that's crazy, though, that people have the audacity to go ahead and, and still ask you for favors. And it's like, oh, really? You really think I'd do you a favor? No, no, no. I'm going to charge you, um, but I'm not going to yeah. do you a favor. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. all in all, I mean, you know, I, I'm sure you, you now have found like actual real friends that actually really like you for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends and that are really close to me and they're real. And yeah, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. And I mean, your schedule doesn't impair you from hanging out, from having a normal life at all? Um, well, at times it does. Like, let's say they're going to hang out, but I have to do 
I don't know, I have to do like a singing video or something for like my Instagram because I don't really like to skip because I post every Monday for Instagram and social media. Um, and let's say I have to do that. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I see them at school and this is just singing. So I'm going to go with this. <laughs> I don't know. It's just sometimes, sometimes it does, but not too much, not too much. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. At least you still keep on going with your normality. I mean, well, I mean, so right now you're, you're what, going, going into your junior year, senior year? I'm going into my senior year. Wow. Your last year in high school. How, mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> what, are your, what are your plans for after? I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking back at how it was for me when I was going into my senior <laughs> year. Because I know junior year, for some odd reason, junior year for a lot of people is always the hardest year. You know, right. all four years for for some reason. Now, senior year, that's when you coast. You know, mm-hmm. that's actually when you coast. That's actually when you get senioritis. And, yeah. and you're like, I don't want to do nothing. It's my last <laughs> year. I don't want to go to school. Oh, man. Like, it was, it was crazy. My senior year, I had it. My first class was at 10 in the morning. I don't know how I pulled that off. <laughs> <laughs> my first class was like 10 a.m. Oh and it was in the, in the first class was I was a teacher's assistant. At 10 a.m. So I just, and it was to a teacher that was really cool with me. So he just let me come in like at 10.30 in the morning. And I still get credit <laughs> for the class. And then after that was another class that we did nothing. We just sat there. And I was like, dude, my wow. first semester was super easy, my first semester. So, I mean, how, mm-hmm. I mean, how are you looking forward to your senior year, your last year? Well, I'm hoping if this ends, <laughs> I'm really hoping that we go back to school and we have a normal senior year and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I also am trying to TA for my choir teacher (laughs) and he's really cool and he knows me well. And so I am going to try to be in his class so I can have one class like that. I don't really. They just just coasting. I know I get it. (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) I've been Uh there. Yeah. That's really so I'm really looking forward to it. I really hope this ends and I'm sure I'm just, it will. Yeah. I'm sure I'm, it will. Right now, yeah. right now a lot of authorities are saying that uh it looks like there could be a vaccine in the works probably at the beginning of next year. So you mm-hmm. might have uh, maybe the first semester might be rough, second semester you're gonna totally like enjoy the rest of your senior year prom and everything. So I'm hoping that that goes for Yeah. Life. You know, it's it's a wonderful experience your senior year. Trust me, it's you're gonna love it. It's gonna go by super fast. You're not yeah. even gonna see it. So enjoy every single, like every single inch of it. Enjoy it because it goes by really fast. And uh, I mean, are there any college plans in your future, or are you just strictly focusing on just you know going directly into acting, uh, going in? I mean, you're already in acting, but I mean, are you gonna be full time mm-hmm. with that, or are you thinking about going to college? Um, well, I'm thinking about going to college and still, um, recording songs and doing all this, uh, music stuff. And I'm really hoping I could do both, but I'm just gonna have to see what happens really after high school. Well, after high school, for sure, I want to go to college mm-hmm. and yeah, so I'm just you, gonna look- see, we'll go with the flow. Nice. No, that's cool. I mean, are you going to college to get the college experience or do you actually want to study something in particular? Um, I actually want to study something. Um, well, as a career, I want to be an optometrist. Really? That's interesting. 
that's actually completely different from what you're doing right now. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so different. There's such like opposites, really. Why optometry? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It just looks so, I don't know. I just like what they do. I'm just really interested in it. Well, I want to get like, I want to go to college and get a bachelor's degree and then apply to an optometry school. Wow, that's very interesting, actually. That's just like all about the <laughs> eyes. It's all about the eyes. Yeah. So it's like the squishy eyes. It's like, oh, yeah. squishy eyes. That's cool. No, that's really cool, though. That's really cool that you actually have, you know, like regardless of what you're doing right now, you still have plans for other career, other, other career paths besides the one that you're currently on. So that's, that's, that's actually very intelligent that you're doing that because – you know, mm-hmm. you know, anything can happen in the future. I mean, one day you could just wake up and be like, you know what? I kind of want to just, you know, have a normal life and let me just go ahead and, you know, go, go into optometry. So that's, that's cool that you're doing that. Yeah. And it actually took me a while to really um, see what I wanted to do because I've just always been like singing. I've always been a singer and I've always been like, I want to be, I want to be a, famous singer when I grow up that's like what I would say when I was little you know uh-huh. um, so that's pretty much like all I really knew and I really never see like look through like other things until when I got to high school and then that's when I started I was like wait actually <laughs> I need to have a backup plan <laughs> right that's always smart that's always smart to go ahead and have a backup plan well, yeah so yeah no, that's cool that, that you do have a backup plan and you know i wish you very much like i wish you luck and everything that you're doing right now and i gotta ask how could people stalk you on social media oh well my okay so my instagram is annalise hoveda it's just my name and then my Instagram is official Annalise. Oh no, my Twitter is official Annalise. And I have Facebook, Annalise Hoveda Music. Um, I have YouTube, Annalise Hoveda, which I have singing videos, music videos. I have my songs up there. And that's where they can um, find aftertaste as well. Right. You can find both my songs on there and Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Pretty much everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. Nice, nice. And and can we also find your stand-up comedy there, too? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. I'm going to find that. I got to watch that. I got to see just how funny you are at the Ice House. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like 12. <laughs> right on, right on. And, of course, TikTok. Oh, TikTok. That's, like, probably the biggest app right now. I figured. <laughs> uh, you can find me on TikTok at Annalise Hoveda. Nice, nice. Well, Annalise Hoveda, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect. I had a lot of fun talking with you. And again, I wish you luck on everything that you're doing. I hope to have you on the show again. Uh, maybe next time I could go ahead and have a sit down with you face to face after all this craziness is over with, chat with you about what you've been up to, uh, maybe some new music that you got going on. Love to play it on the show. And, uh, you know, hopefully I get to have you on here again very soon. Yes, I had so much fun. Thank you so much. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. And again, good luck in your senior year. Enjoy it. Have fun. It goes by too quickly, honey. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks when it's gone. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you're already like it. you're already like you're depressing me. Okay, this is going well until you said that. <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> well, enjoy yeah. enjoy it. Make sure you know what I don't know if they're still doing this, but make sure you go to grad night at Disneyland 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God! I actually, when I was when I was a senior, when when I was a, I start I actually started going my sophomore year with seniors again. I always hung out <laughs> with older people, so they would always invite me. So yeah, I I went all three years. See, I went sophomore, junior, and senior year to grad night. So mm. yeah, wow, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, but yeah, definitely enjoy that. Enjoy that. You're gonna have a blast, you know, and just you know have fun with it. And I hope to have you on here again, so that way you can go ahead and tell me all your stories. Oh, for sure. For sure. Awesome. You have a good day and try and stay cool. It's really hot. It is. I'm like sweating (laughs) right now. Nice. Nice. So am I. We're in this together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll, thank you. We'll we'll talk soon. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Annalise Hoveda, for being on The Xander Effect. Hope to have you on the show again very soon. In sports, the Philadelphia 76ers are investigating racism and bullying allegations after a former dancer, uh, Yannick Coleman, posted on her social media a video, a very disturbing video, by one of her uh, former dance team members that basically was... Um, you know, uh, calling her so many horrible names, uh, you know, saying some very racist remarks. And some of the members of the team, including the coaching staff, were okay with it. They didn't say anything to her. They were actually uh, egging her, not egging her on, but they were just laughing along. And um, this resulted in her actually posting a very lengthy uh, uh, post on Instagram along with the videos. And she went ahead and said, quote, first of all, thank you at Trey Songs at Hollywood Dunk Locked or Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Unlocked uh, and you amazing people that's showing me support. I was scared to release this because I was bullied and racially targeted by my 76ers NBA teammates and former teammates. I went to my coach Dana Haftez and the Sixers organization crying out for help so many times. I sent the video above of me being racially profiled, bullied, and threatened to my coach, Dana Haftez, Lara Price, the 76ers senior vice president of business and HR, seeking help and nothing was done. They would move my things into the bathroom stall for me to get ready for games. They would make fun of my pictures in a group chat talking about my black features and send me videos threatening my safety. I did not want them to run me away from a dream I always wanted to accomplish, so I tried my hardest to remain strong through it all. I went through this for three years. When I auditioned for my fourth year, this group of girls called me the night before on the phone saying, quote, your black ass will not be coming back, end quote. I still went to the tryouts, and unfortunately, that was the end of my 76ers dance team career. It didn't stop there. They proceeded to harass me by calling and leaving hateful racial videos saying they would come to the slums of West Philly ghetto and physically harm me. I'm not from the ghetto, and I never lived in the ghetto, but because I'm black, they decided to say this laughing and giggling. They went around asking about me, finding out where I worked, and calling my employment, saying things to get me fired. I would hate 
for this group of women who are still working and connected to the Sixers organization, Flyer Ice Hockey Dance Team coach, to hurt another young, talented black girl. Sadly to say, I let this racial bullying incident from this group of women deter me from my dance career. The women in the video, Annie Wise, aka Annie Furman, business pages at Mommy Can You, at Project Still Human, Melinda Nicole, current captain, Carrie76ers current dance coach, Danielle Flyer, ice team coach, Erica Val, Julie Lauren, coach Dana Haffitz, tag, at 76ers sent, at Sixers, at NBA, at Sean King, at Fox 29 Philly, part owners at Will Smith, at Jada Pinkett Smith, hashtag BLM. So that was a very lengthy uh, post, and it's very sad to actually hear that these things still occur even as you get older. These women literally, I saw the video, and they literally sounded like a bunch of high school girls at, in, a, in a locker room just laughing and talking so much trash. And it, it just... You know, it would remind me of something that you would watch in a movie, you know, a you know, a, a high school movie, you know, or in the movie Mean Girls or in some cheerleading movie, because that's exactly what it sounded like. And it was just like they were like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to the ghetto and like beat your ass and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, seriously, you sound like you're like <laughs> you sound like you're a kid. Grow up. You know, this isn't high school anymore. And it was just so sad to actually hear these types of things. I sincerely hope that the 76ers organization finds out, you know, does a thorough investigation, finds these women, you know, guilty of bullying and being racist and fires them and they get blacklisted. As much as that woman said in the video, I will blacklist you from any club you think you can get into. Guess what? You need to get blacklisted completely from every single employment you ever go through. That way you know, you understand, and you learn what it's like to be an outcast. The way you out you outcasted, the way your group of hyenas outcasted this young woman and deterred her from her dreams. That's what needs to be done to this person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I, I get heated when I hear things like this. I was bullied as a child. I was bullied as a child. And believe you me when I say that this needs to stop. Grow up. Get a life. Okay? You need to stop. What What? What? What could you possibly gain from bullying from treating somebody like this. What do you gain from it? Nothing. What, you make you make yourself feel better because your life is so crappy? Get over yourself. It's just, it's sad to see that. I hope they they really take measures into, into getting these women fired and blacklisted, blackballed completely from having to do anything, you know, involving uh, the entertainment industry. That's it for my rant on that. In other sports news, uh, talking about NBA, Commissioner Adam Silver basically is saying that uh, the reopening of the NBA is still going forward. Uh, however, I, he's still a little uncertain if if it would actually move forward. They want to move forward, but right now with uh, rising cases in COVID nineteen test people testing positive, including uh, several NBA players, including DeAndre Jordan, Jabari Parker, three members of the Nor the New Orleans Pelicans, and several members of the Denver Nuggets. So th that's what's going on right now. 
A lot of cases are growing. But again, you know, the commission still seems confident about about reopening. He went on Time 100 Talks and said, quote, we and our players together with their union look at the data on a daily basis. If there was something to change that was outside of the scope of what we are playing for, certainly we would revisit our plans. We are testing daily. We haven't put a precise number on it, but if we were to see a large number of cases and see spread in our community, that would have course be a cause to stop as well i am absolutely convinced that it will be a safer uh it will be safer on this campus than off this campus because there aren't many situations that i am aware of where there is a mass testing of asymptomatic employees and of course he's talking about uh the walt disney world in orlando how they're going to have the bubble environment he continues to say quote in some ways this is maybe a model of how other industries can ultimately open but i am only going to say we will be responsible and watch what is happening but the biggest indicator will be if we begin to see a spread in our community so i mean looks like the nba is still moving forward but it's still i don't know it's still going to be kind of up in the air depending on how many more cases arise and of course like he said the rising cases in their community they'll go ahead and reassess the situation uh you know in in the coming days in other sports news retired ufc champion conor mcgregor calls out wwe ceo vince mcmahon on instagram and could this be a possible you know crossover i don't know there there may be you know there may be some talks into that who knows i mean at this point he went ahead and uh you know said well it was actually more like it was an accompanied uh caption after he reposted a uh a picture of him holding both the wwe uh world heavyweight title belt and his ufc belt and he captioned it uh, McGregor versus McMahon CEO flashbacks. So <laughs> it, it's a very interesting uh, turn of events. I mean, there's a lot of UFC fighters that have crossed over to WWE shortly after the UFC career is pretty much done. Uh, obviously, we all know Brock Lesnar. He kept going back and forth between the UFC and WWE for a long time. Uh, and then, of course, you know, right after him was Ronda Rousey. And, uh, you know, right after her was Cain Velasquez. So there's a lot of uh, famous, you know, popular UFC uh, fighters that are crossing over to WWE. Uh, you know, because, I mean, WWE, yes, it is. The action is real, but the drama is fake. And, uh, you know, well, at least some of the drama is fake, at least. And, uh, you know, it's it's an opportunity for for these fighters to continue to be, quote, competitive. But at the same time, uh, they're able to, uh, you know, work with their own hours. They get paid a lot of money because of who they are. And no doubt, you know, McGregor, McGregor would probably do it more so just for the fun of it than for the money because McGregor is very, extremely well taken care of. Uh, He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of cash on him, you know, from his whiskey to many other things that he's, that he's doing, you know, from his fighting I mean, granted, he's retired now, but he definitely is, uh, you know, well off. And he doesn't really need the money. This is more, this probably is just more just to have fun with it. Um, You know, but he did go ahead and say in 2016 uh, that he called, he called uh, John Cena a big fat 40 year old failed Mr. Olympia mother effer. So, so there's that. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where who knows how he will be received 
Backstage, I mean, after saying those words, we all know that Connor loves to talk a lot of trash. But when he's trying to, you know, make good with the people that he might be wanting to get involved with, uh, there might be some tensions in, 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 in backstage with other wrestlers looking at him as, well, what are you doing here? You thought you didn't like us. You pretty much called us fake. So why would you even be here? You know, so we'll see what happens. We'll see if the WWE is in talks with him in the coming months. Coming up next in video game news, a, a pro gamer, uh, Karma, gets struck by lightning during one of her streams. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, here is Lifelines, She's the One, right here on the Xander Effect. No pretend Baby, cause you're mine She's the one 
Yo, 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 this is Jason, and you're listening to The Xander Effect. Why don't you guys tune in and tap in for me one time? Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. You know what time it is. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it. Gotta stack it. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the bag. Run it up. I gotta have it. Up and at it, cause I gotta get to the cane. Popping tags, get wop, yeah, that's all I need. Bankroll, say Jesus ain't a cinephone. Making cake, stack it up, yeah, I'm out the dough. I'm out the dough, rainy days without a raincoat. No excuses, no handouts, I ain't the scapegoat. Sunny days on the way, yeah, I'm thankful. But for now, deposit this into the bank, bro. These out here all the time. That gotta check on my mind. Is out here wasting time. Get it right or get left behind. On my way now, going straight down. People play games, I don't care. Getting to it, I'ma do it. Ain't no show and tell, but I'm gon' prove it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. Over time, on the grind, yeah, it's on my mind. Chase the bag, get a check, sign a dotted line. Backbone, got your back, yeah, I'm on your spine. Scully else is lining up, I walk a straight line. Presidential cost thousands, let me see the time. Not devolved, but I really live my best life. Afterlife, run it back, get my next life. Too much foul play, you know you get the tech right. Run it up, gotta get what's mine. Connect the hustle, you can see it in my eyes. Up next, it's my time. Gotta get mine. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up. That was Jay Sun's Up and At It right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, pro gamer Karma was struck by lightning during a live stream and her hand hurt hurt for a little bit. Uh, The 27-year-old, real name Jamie Bickford, was actually commenting on uh, the game uh, Rocket League on Sunday night when, uh, out of nowhere, uh, a lightning struck. I guess uh, I guess her um, her console or her house, something like that, and it electrocuted her. See, this is the thing, and I, I play a lot of video games with a lot of people that are in states that have a lot of lightning storms, and this has happened before. Um, you know, not not necessarily to this extent, obviously, but it has occurred to many gamers that I've played with uh, online that all of a sudden we're in the middle of a game of multiplayer. Say, for example, we're playing Call of Duty and we're in the middle of a, of a battle when suddenly they leave in the middle of it. We get kind of upset about that because we're like, what the hell? But it turns out that there are times where, you know, they come back the next day and they're like, dude, I, I had to get off, man. Like lightning hit one of the power poles near me and it took out the whole, the whole like, 
the whole block. Uh, so, yeah, it, it has happened before. Uh, you know, fortunately for her, it wasn't that bad. She went ahead and she said, quote, Sorry, guys, I'm a little a bit upset right now. Lightning, apparently, we're having really bad thunderstorms here. Uh, apparently, my house got hit or something, and it went through my controller and shocked my hand. I'm completely fine. I'm just kind of... I got scared, and also my hand burns, hurts, hurt a little bit. So, yeah, <laughs> apparently uh, it seems that, you know, she went ahead and she iced it, and she went ahead and she said, hands healed up after being iced all night and were very minor burns. Controller is melted near USB connection where I got flashbanged or whatever, and I am completely fine. Thanks for the outpouring of love. That is crazy. That is absolutely insane. I I've heard, like I said, I've heard of lightning striking uh, an area where a gamer might be playing and all of a sudden the power goes out. That's one thing, but lightning actually hitting the, the house and going through the electrical cords, that's something, that's a freak accident right there. I've never heard of that. That's a first for me. So glad to see that she's okay. And that's the news in case you haven't heard it. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're still in a pandemic. Unfortunately, uh, coronavirus cases are on, on a rise. So please, please be careful out there. Remember to wear your masks. Remember to wear your gloves, your goggles. If you please continue to uh, practice social distancing, not just for yourself, but for your loved ones. And, you know, remember that, you know, in this pandemic, we're in this together, regardless of what's going on with, uh, you know, with the negativity out there, um, the protests that are happening. You know, we are in this together. We are we all are one world. And remember, music always, always heals all. We'll see you next time. Y'all. <laughs> I be tell I tell. Yeah, you did. They ain't believe it, though. <laughs> One life. Dude, Brian. Same game, be telling. What up? Woo! Kick it like it's kickball. Power couple. She dripping in that they'll say goodbye. They wanna touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you gonna do by me and her take on the world? Now that's the truth. Hey everyone, the Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc. Sony Music The Orchard and BMG Bertelsman Group. In association with Art 19 Media.